and welcome to the DM's Book Club, a weekly book club podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include them in our role-playing campaign. With me, as ever, is my erstwhile co-host, Hamilton, who has water in his hair, apparently. <laughs> you don't have to tell them that. Oh, okay. I didn't. I, you told me that before we start recording. I'm like, well, I'll file that away for later. It's <laughs> like, well, I just realised I was going to be on camera. I thought, and I went, I just, before I was on the phone to you, I was on the phone to someone else, and then I went to the loo and I was like, Fiona can't see me. No one see me all day. Oh my gosh, I can't have, last time I was on this call, it was like I had like a spike in the back of my hair. And I was You'd like, be surprised about how how much I don't care about appearance when I'm talking to you, Hamilton. So I appreciate the effort. It's fine. The, how have you been? Yes, very good. Busy. There's so much going on. There yep. is so much going on. There is work as usual, yep. but there is also Dragon Meat this yep. weekend, which also means me doing necromunda stuff as well you're as writing you've Mort got your necromundas you've got mortborg i'm also the same i've had the second episode of cult last night then yeah. walking into a double day recording with you today yeah and then i've got to go sort out dragon me and i'm just there going like everything is fine <laughs> it will be I fine think it will, it will be, fine. be it will be fine it's just one of those yeah. things where you're just like every so often there'll be a question that comes up and i'll be just like oh just do it and i'm like no 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 no, don't do that don't do that just take it back but we did get a really nice write-up by our friend nick who uh, did a nice little thing on Morkborg. I don't know if you saw it in the end, but he wrote up like, things look out of Dragon Age. It's nice to be called the Morkborg aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really sweet. And yeah, it's yeah. going gonna, gonna to be a good show because we've got that show, obviously, and then we've got our show as well, yeah. which will be good. So yeah. But that's not what we're going to talk about today, though, is it, Hamilton? No, it's not. We are going to be talking about something that actually came up in our live recording that you, I think you've put out by now, which is the Caution Character Development. Yes, it's not on this podcast. <laughs> put no, it out on the on other where. podcast. Yeah, it, it's, it's on, on where. But if you, if you don't listen to where, but if you do, you would know this. But we had done a little discussion at MCM where we looked at talking about how you would develop a character and keep it, mm. maintain it throughout a long campaign. And mm-hmm. one of the people that it's, you're going to have to help me remember who it was. I had a quick look. I couldn't remember their name. They posted it in our Discord. Uh, so we yes. a massive shout out to that person. Again, I'll, if I can find you, I will put you in the, the credits. Was it episode. Grace Murray? I can't remember, but it, I think it was. Anyway, they mentioned that they had characters that were over level 20. And we were like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> and they mentioned that they were using um, this Epic Legacy Player's Guide, which is mm. a 5e compatible, take your fifth edition at game beyond 20th level. It's authored by Ryan Service and mm-hmm. it's produced by 2C Gaming. And yes. it gives the main classes, not including Artificer, unfortunately, always left behind. Um <laughs> It's actually a new type of class yeah. that has levels 1 to 10, but they are for leveling up beyond level 20. Yeah. It does require you to not multi-class. I think there's things you could talk about around that. However, mm-hmm. that's the the focus. And each one is really interesting. And I think my personal, and I'll ask mm-hmm. what you think, but my personal opinion of why I wanted to do this is because mm. we've been talking so much about the UA Yes. And how, for want of a better term, piss poor level 20 is. <laughs> yes, we do have a gripe with like epic boons and level 20 yeah. class features. So this didn't uh, pique our uh, interest. And also, because I'm always constantly talking about like, but where's the high level adventures? Because mm. I have now, you know, very gratefully played to a higher tier. And so this obviously extends it a little bit by yeah. 10 levels. So yeah, as you said, there are the 
12 original, <laughs> yeah. shall we say, uh, classes. But there's also, they also go into uh, some epic feats as well. Yeah. 24 epic feats, 46 epic spells. And then right at the end, it talks about different conditions and epic terms. So that's this is the thing I just want to quickly mm. start on. Yeah. First things first, this particular document was written in 2016, 2017. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't contain everything in the last couple of years so it goes up to because as as we'll talk about again i I assume we're just going to do a big overview rather than go into nitty-gritty there's a couple of things i've picked out just for us to talk about in general but a couple of the stuff class features refer to some subclasses which is great but it doesn't conclude all the subclasses up to date it goes up to xanathars i think xanathars yeah and sword coast adventures guide and i think those are the two those yeah. are the two. So some classes have a few more extra bits depending on the different subclasses and some don't have as much. So that's just something to think about as well. If you look at them, there's always a good four or five already because there's so many classes in D&D that you could easily, with a GM, create something for your particular class. I think. Absolutely. I think it, all, overall, my sort of big sort of takeaway is that this is a very good structure to go through things and so it talks about you know levels 21 to 30 you get ability score increases at levels 21 23 25 and 27 and 29 and then you can get epic feats at 21 25 and 29 as well and that's for all of them uh it doesn't sort of change a little bit which some of the other classes Mm. previously did so you get that on top of between six to seven class features depending on the class yeah and then some of those features are then separated into the subclasses as well so you get a lot and it's about 123 pages as well but the thing i'm going to say right at the top i feel it's a little bit of a it's not as well structured as it could be it needed a bit of editing it could have done with it it seems like some have been a bit more rushed yes and the flavor stuff is always very much like okay it's a year and a day for all of these now come on (laughs) there could be better ones than that do you know what i mean Let's start with that specifically. Okay. So if you got to level 20, mm-hmm. you know, the, the DM's like, right, we're going into the epic levels yeah. now. What would you have to do for any of these classes? Yeah. What do you need? What's the prerequisites in order to get into epic mode, if you see what I mean? So you have to be level 20 in another class. Now, it does mention if you are multi-classing, yeah. either take the one you've got the most in and just accept it's that fact and go from there. Or make it up to 20. Keep maybe if you want, like swap in and swap out particular features from like, say you're a rogue barbarian, you may maintain the rage feature, but you might swap that out for cunning actions, which is quite a big change. But if, for example, things like that. But if you haven't multi-class and you stuck with your rogue as you would all the way through to level 20. I knew <laughs> I knew you'd be excited about the rogue, by the way. I saw yeah. it and I was like, oh yeah, this one's quite a good class. Yeah, it is a good class. Yeah, ultimately, it has to be fully levels 1 to 20 in a class. But as you said, you can discuss with your GM which class features you'd want to keep. But I think it's just to streamline that sort of hit points and the, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of thing. I think also, if you say you had two points in Barbarian, mm-hmm. 18 points in Warlock... I think you could also just level up your Warlock to 20 yeah. and then start levelling up the, into the epic classes whilst other people are epic classes, but maybe gain some epic feats is another thing I might suggest yeah. as a little boon. Mm-hmm. The only other thing to note is you must have the multi-classing prerequisites for this class. Now, 
I don't think there's going to be many instances where you're not in that situation, but you could have played it, made a Dragon's Jewel character who's a one uh, intelligence <laughs> the one wizard. exception, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you've played it for lols, you know, and you've got to level 20 and you've realized that, oh crap, mm. my lols are failing me. So maybe I need to just adjust some of my yeah. abilities. Oh no, Clopsy actually made it all the way through to level 20. Yeah. Then you must go on an epic journey mm. for a year and one day. <laughs> Every yes. single one is for a year and one day. Yes. And there all very interesting yeah like you said it's it is a flavor thing it's not a prerequisite in the sense of like you must have this 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 and maybe this it's to give a flavor something yeah. some of these things like for example the barbarian which is like i don't know split a mountain, mountain. <laughs> compared to like the wizard build a private sanctum yeah the druid one i love like you yeah. define a realm with like a, i can't remember the scale but it was like a, a, a large a region small a small region county really. variant yeah. which is your sort of like forest land or desert land or whatever you want that is determined by your sort of druidic focus which i think is really interesting for me i was like okay it's prerequisite is this like it doesn't really you could either go oh i've done it you know like the gms were yeah. like there we'll just go into it and we just fast forward that year yeah i think as well like for example i was thinking particularly about your character and i was going to ask you like mm -hmm. say your barbarian mm -hmm. your barbarian got on the concordant express if i remember correctly at the end of your uh got to sigil and then uh, yeah. the next part of the adventure began i didn't want to yeah because i was like I, she, she's got the whole of the multiverse to go to i don't want this to be canon yeah but i could see what was the things that came to your mind i assume you had hmm. some sort of thoughts of like oh how could i become this uh, i think it's called the ravager isn't it the yeah the ravager so yeah so all these epic classes have certain names attached to them so ravager true speaker for bard the ascendant for cleric or uh, the primordial for the druid which i thought was mm. great um i actually didn't think of any of my particular oh, okay, character just because yeah. for me i'd finish that story fine yeah but I agree. I think what would have been nice, because, you know, we've talked about it before, whenever we bring up classes or we go through them, I'm always like, look at the role playing thing. He goes, did you have a mentor? Were you left behind? All that, like, those little questions. Yeah. I think having a couple of questions here just to promote that sort of yeah. like story, because I feel like, OK, we've finished level 20 now. We're not going to role play. We're going to montage this. So next session, here are your questions. Here's the little yeah. character sheet. And then just you can have it and work with the GM, because I just feel like something like that, which is a really cool. I really thought it was a nice flavorsome because mm. normally I was like, I, I was expecting, okay, you need to have this level. You gotta, I don't know, have killed uh, XP's worth of this. But actually, I was like, oh, I like this. But mm. I think it could easily be, oh, it's an optional thing compared to like, yeah. oh, you need to have a level twenty character. I, you could make it like for a cleric, it could literally be the shining moment at the end of the of the campaign as it stands, mm -hmm. and then it's like a little moment of you take your rest and you find this inner beat, like you feel this well of emotion something's happening and yeah. you're transformed or something i yeah. was thinking of my paladin character mm. who is a specific special type paladin i made but it was like they only fight um in the shadow fell so i mm. would suggest that they've gone off into the shadow fell to sort of seek the darkness yeah and because you become one with the shadow and sort of like let yeah. use the oak breaker rules they've got and i, I was thinking yeah. that that's how i'd have done it yeah five different key moments maybe they mm. found their way to some place they saved some people they i don't know did something along these lines yeah um, i don't know got to the root of some evil that they found that's even more terrifying than they ever imagined and henceforth they Ooh. left the shadow fell to be once again or something like that well, I don't maybe know. i'm thinking about this in the wrong way then because yeah, what you're describing there, i'm like oh actually that could be a quick sort of mini episode like a one-on-one -on -one yeah. with the gm and the player 
like what we've been doing with the mortuary playthrough, yeah. just a li- just like we'll hit these moments and have that like a very special thing rather than skip it. So in my head, if you've got five people, go, oh, I'm not going to do this. But actually, you go, okay, let's do it. Separate them. Yeah. We'll record them or put them in so people can listen to them if they want. But just a quick moment, half an hour, just to go through it and just really tailor that experience to be like, okay, you've you've now become the Slayer, which is the Rangers epic class. <laughs> Who's going to make there? Who's going to well, get to level twenty in, in Ranger? <laughs> well, here's the thing again. I feel out of all of these classes, it's, really yes, it's, it's really very good. good. It's very good. But again, there's not much for it in terms of the subclasses. It only has two of the subclasses yeah. from from the original. And I can't. And I will say, sometimes it obviously there's an assumed knowledge like you will replace this feature from the previous subclass, or you expand mm. on it, or all, all that sort of stuff. But I will say, yeah. Sometimes when I was looking at these classes, because obviously I looked at Barbarian naturally, and I was like, okay, pain fuel, okay, that's got this and that. Okay, but there's a cost to some of these things, which I thought was really cool. And the same with the warlock. And when you get up to higher powers mm. and stuff like that, you have to sacrifice not only something that may be flavorsome for, but like, oh, you sacrifice permanently a warlock spell slot, but you gain something extra, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, the warlock was really good as well. I like the warlock. I will say, out of all of them, I looked at the rogue and I was like, my god, you have so much stuff and it doesn't cost you anything to do your grifting powers. So this is, everyone has something special. So you know, pain fuel for the barbarian, true speaking for the bard, you know, uh, and then rogue has this grifting thing where you can you know, basically grift reality and mm. change it, which is very fucking cool. But then you have something associated with every single skill. Those grift combos are in intensely insane yeah you can do anything yeah you can do anything and it's you know if you do this and on the skill and all that sort of thing but it doesn't cost you anything so to do it well you do have grit comp you only have a number of grit uh grift points don't you to it's, it's about your specialities yeah. i think that's what it is but compared to say warlock sacrificing uh spell slots yeah, you can use them once per long rest okay so there's not that many of them Going on to this with the warlock in general, there are some language things in there where I've gone, oh, this could have done with a sensitivity uh, consultant or a reader. Because I'll say this, it doesn't say anywhere, or as far as I could tell, like, hey, some of the stuff here, you're in epic levels. You are not necessarily the good guys anymore. You could no. be villains. But then it talks about, like, there's definitely one power which I, I won't be able to find but it talked about like oh when you know when you get to a certain level if you use this invocation or when you use this power all the creatures that aren't epic uh up to your level will commit suicide and i was like hmm oh i didn't catch that one which yeah. was that one <laughs> it's it's quite late on there was another one saying you would sacrifice your children uh oh. so their souls will go to the patrons yeah oh, I, I, okay right did i skip warlock too much did i, I read it i didn't read did you okay. do a fiona you read for no, it you i was reading this i was just trying i didn't know i didn't realize the oh are these in the the epic invocations the epic invocations so i'm gonna example, say i did skip the epic invocations because there were a lot of them I was there was, like, yeah let me tell you how many there were because this is the thing i counted everything there's 28 epic invocations because yeah. this is the thing like again I would say if you were going to look at this as a player, you're only ever going to look at your class. You're never going to read it like cover to cover like I have done over the last three days. Just like I'm just basically just going through stuff. Oh, I've just seen it. Underlord. Yeah. yeah mm. Underlord. Uh, there was, uh, what was the one that was like Channel the Darkest Might was the other one that uh, I was a bit like, mm. your commission, the sacrifice you have to do. You must kill a small animal with your bare hands before your next long rest. And I'm like... No. <laughs> again, is that something where yeah, I again. understand? I understand yeah. what you're trying to do. 
However, you've there's been no content warning. There's been nothing like that. And I'm yeah. so I'm not going to be like, if you want this power, you have to do a really evil act. And I'm like, there's a better way of doing it. I would just yeah. be for all of this. I would be you sacrifice a warlock spell slot because that's is a couple of them. You just yeah. just do that. Um, I just because I just felt that some of these things that it goes into very dark territory very quickly. Certainly, the sacrificing of your own children, either ex- yeah. blood related or adopted, and yeah. your, the souls go to the patron. Again, is that something where because it's just one person that's written all of this, all of this content? And I just feel like again, someone just to look through it all and just double check. I will say yeah. as well, this is only the first version. There is another version of this. Uh, book. Oh, is it? It's called the Epic Legacy, like core book essentially it's for, oh, for dms right. and and things and that came out the year after this is because i was having a quick look about like because i couldn't find any other work by him on uh drive through rpg by ryan and they have this their own little uh thing where they talk about total party kills how to make it really dangerous these epic level stuff and so mm. there is a full book about epic legacy like guide both by uh, dms and players so it might be updated at this point i would say that i, I don't want to like cast a version but i was a bit like oh i wouldn't use that word and oh i wouldn't do that and oh i just again for me i'm just like yeah. i would you know just because even though we're doing epic level stuff we should have that conversation about like how epic are we going because there's, there's definitely stuff like the monk feels very avatar like feels very dragon ball z which is so so cool but at the same time for this i'd be like well i could easily make myself a villain but I don't want to tread on those sort of dark themes unnecessarily unless we mm. have a conversation with people. So that, oh, that was, it course. just came out to yeah. me like that. So that's, no, that's a thing. good point. I do like the idea of the warlock, which to, to let people know is that mm. you spend the year and a day perusing legal text to figure out your contract yes. to overcome your patron so that you hold it over them. Yeah. And you basically go... Uh, 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 <laughs> to the Jurassic Park. I, I am the captain now. I'm I am captain the captain of this ship now. now. And and in the end of it, you become one. They just get absorbed. You absorb their power, and you are the patron, which I think is so cool. Really cool. Love yeah. that thematically. I think agreed. There's a lot to love here. I didn't pick those up, but I think it's a really. I think you're right. It's totally right. Again, this is just a sort of thing because I was just sort of quickly reading through, like, trying to mm. work out how much there was. I mean, some of the, some of the other, I think it's some of the fighters' maneuvers as well. They're not named. They just happen. Uh, they just don't have yeah. a proper name to them. And again, I think that's just a copy editing thing where someone's not gone through and just added. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. required two more passes. I think yeah, of one sort of like bit more looking at. You know, maybe just put a bit more time, just upping a little few things here and there, and yes. then a sort of spag pass. Question to you, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Every single epics class is obviously they had the little table, which is great. That really helped me a lot. Mm. Do you think there was too much stuff for each class? Uh, I thought for some there was, and I thought for some there wasn't. I think mm. it really depended on the class. I felt like the paladin was short, sharp, and sweet, and I mm. felt uh, really kind of good. I thought the rogue and the and as I said the warlocks, I skipped a lot of it. There was a lot because of the evocations and the wizard. Mm. Oh my, that went on for a while. I'm trying to think what other one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I like the barbarian and the cleric, all very, and the druid, very good. But you're right. There's a couple of them, like, yeah. And the fight, fighter was huge and just yeah. so many maneuvers. And it's just when they took on, like with the rogue, they took on the cunning actions and expanded mm-hmm. upon it. And with the fighter, they take on the battle tactics and they've yeah. expanded on it, that it just becomes like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot here. I, I do appreciate it because yeah. I think if I was only going in with one character, I would want that amount of stuff, I think, mm. to be honest, I feel. For me, when you consider not only do you get ability score improvements and feats mm. like throughout, yeah. and then you get between six to seven 
uh, depending on your class features. For me, I was like going, oh my god, I can't even remember my own level twenty, level 20 stuff. Features, I, I, yeah. I told you, I've I had my working document, but then I realised that I'm thinking yeah. of this of like just doing it all straight away. I'm already at the yeah. level level thirty, so I have all this stuff. Realistically. When yeah. you're playing through these characters, and I know it sounds really stupid, but I just wanted to, when people read mm. this, like, there's a lot of stuff, you are going to be gradually going up. You might be at level 21 for ages. It's not oh, like a, yeah. it's not like level 21 to 2 to 3. It's, no. it's going to be a longer period of time. These 10 levels are going to take the same amount as your 20 levels. That's the thing I see it as. That's why I'd hope to get across. Because I think as a GM, you might be like, oh my God, I don't know if I, yeah. who's going to remember any of this stuff. And I think just to get them used to it, because there's some really cool things mm. in it. It's just introducing stuff because there's a couple of like dice pools and point pools yeah. for depending on your class as well. And I know I will absolutely forget about it. I would just prefer it if it just replaced previous things. So like, well, I think you would though. Like that's what you I think really you would, do, would right? as well. Because yeah. if you're you're then going to be moving to this level you're going to be fighting things of this level as well. Mm-hmm. And when you've got things like, well, for example, if you're a rogue and you've taken the feat, uh, there's one of the feats where it's basically like you get legendary actions. And when you're at yes, 30th level... I saw that. You're not going to use evade because you're just going to legendary uh, resistance the- as well. and le- yeah. Or legendary resistance, sorry, apologies. And you won't use your bonus action because you've already used your legendary action to do another hit and then you'll just use your action to hide. And when you've got yeah. stealth that basically means you also hide anyway. Yeah. Those things will just have less of a... They just won't become as useful. So they'll just mm-hmm. get replaced. I think they kind of do get replaced. Yeah. I think using the Paladin, for example, as mm. well, just as what you said. Yeah, like, the Crusader, yes. You move into 21st level, you're going to get an ability score increase in the classic way, one to two or two to one. Mm-hmm. You're going to get an epic feat, of which I think all of them could be replaced if wizards take these copy them paste them into ua for your next uh epic boons because <laughs> yes. that's how you do it because yeah. immortality is an epic boon it's not brilliant you get another set of cunning action dice you or... get another inspiration or you get yeah, another you get, inspiration you get, you get another about the inspiration your... if you don't have any yes yeah exactly <laughs> at the start of combat but only if you only don't have any yes um, agreed agreed so you get a really cool epic feat and then you get faith healing which yep. basically means your lay on hands becomes more epic which i yep. think is just great and then zealous magic which your magic includes abuse which just means you get a couple of additional spells yeah which are you know ones that are a little bit more i'd say a bit more clerically focused yeah. in the sense you get uh, you've got a bit of blade barrier but you've got heal hero's feast true seeing mm. resurrection divine word plane shift which is really useful yeah. mind blank holy aura sunburst wish and foresight now you can't get access to those because a paladin doesn't have access to anything above uh sixth level at mm-hmm. 21st um mm-hmm. It means, oh, by the way, you're now going to be able to get to ninth level spells as a paladin. Yeah. It makes a paladin a proper spellcaster. So again, very cool. Going off what you said, I think a lot of what you're gaining is, well, I'm just becoming a bit more of a spellcaster version of a paladin. Yeah. I've got more access to more spells, which are much more clerically focused. Mm -hmm. I'd basically just skip level 20 at this point. I think you'd literally do, Mm -hmm. you get 21st level straight away uh, after Mm -hmm. your chit chat that you've had. (laughs) <laughs> give you some really cool stuff straight out the bat, which is enough little things to play with. Mm-hmm. And about 10 sessions later, you're going to get your second one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for example, on this one, it's just you become legendary leader, which means at the start of turn, you can gain a number of uh, these special actions, mm-hmm. which you can use, which just gives you basically additional attacks. Or you can just use two actions a turn whenever you like. And again, not a big jump. You know, I don't feel it too, too weighty, no. uh, as you said. So I think you're right. It's, if you if you take it time by time. It's okay. Once you're level 30. Yeah, don't just, don't do what we did, which is like, oh my God. Your post-its <laughs> will be your wall. Yes. <laughs> but, you, uh, you know, yeah, you're like, oh gosh. 
Yeah, because I feel like every single one of the flavor texts about, you know, like the Crusader and what they're meant to be and the Dreadnought for the fighter, that was very cool. And the Aseric, yeah. the Grifter, the Archon, the Overlord, the Archmage, like everything was like, this is my design. This is what they're going to end mm. up being. Like you said, the Overlord for the Warlock. What a cool concept that, oh no, mm. I'm switching over now. Yeah. So I felt it was very detailed. Like you knew where the linear was, path was mm. going. But then... I felt, so you have, so like I said, you've got the class features, you've got the uh, ability uh, score improvements, you've got the epic boons, and then, even in that, you then had the subclasses stuff as well. And I just wondered, if you've got loads of subclasses and on stuff, I felt like, I just, I just get rid of them. Or I'll just, just be like, another epic could, feat. Just, just something else, just because it's just a lot, right? And I feel like by the oh. time you're in the epic level, you're like, well, okay, I've got an animal companion. That, it, it's really, I don't know. I just, I just, it just felt like there's just so much in it. But then again, I'm not. I'm looking at it as a big overview thing. When I'm a player, I want to have all these specific stuff. If you look at the sorcerer ones uh, mm. for their version of the sorcerer's origin things, really simple mm. little liners. I think if you took those as a concept more for some of the other ones, you'd be better off because those are much more like, for example, Dragon Soul. Yep. When you deal damage with a spell that has a damage type corresponding to your da- draconic ancestry, the damage bypasses all resistance and immunities. Yeah. Not adding anything to your thing apart from no. making what you already have cooler. Mm-hmm. And then whatever damage you take that corresponds to that ancestry, you heal those hit points. Yeah. Again, so it's a really simple, like, I'm not giving you anything more. I've just made what you've already got cooler. Even better. Yeah. Like, for example, the rogue as well. I would just be like, Cunning actions are additional to bonus actions. You know, it's just, it's an extra yeah. thing. Or you get a cunning action or a bonus action is now an action. You could do anything mm-hmm. on a bonus action and you get yeah. cunning actions. Agreed. And that would be a simple one because it's yeah. like, it's the same, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because that's what it really should be in some respects, I think, you know. Looking at it again, I'm just going to go back to the structuring. Then, because it talks about throughout this whole book, it talks about like, oh, these conditions, don't worry, we're going to come to them. The epic terms, we're going to come to them. And then it's right at the end, the last three pages. And I'm like, this should have been page two. (laughs) Yeah, I was reading them through and I thought, I'll just figure them out at the end. Yes. Well, this is the thing. I thought, uh, and I'm going to completely pronounce this wrong. So obviously you have the epic condition, which is basically, there's epic Mm. triumphs, non-epic things. Fine. Okay. So you got that. And then the deity version of it, the deific, is triumphs, uh, epic ones. I thought, because I because it begins with D, I was like, oh, it's a disadvantage. So I thought it'd be epic versus uh, you know good versus evil. <laughs> no, oh, no, yeah. it, it just triumphs out, but it didn't explain it anywhere in the book until right at the end. And I was like, yeah. this should have been that first thing, just so that we've got those terms out of the way. But I will say, I love the new conditions. Again, mm. some language choices, not great. I maybe wouldn't have anything about insanity um, yeah. myself, but I love this idea of um, like purged was a good one. Uh, this is my biggest problem with Cthulhu as a general rule because mm-hmm. i find that's why i'm not a fan yeah. of it and it puts me off cthulhu and i think they also touch on it a little bit when they get to the undying one uh, the undying mm. one the great old one yeah i think you've just got to say if you're gonna be happy with the cthulhu things then you've got to come into that but it is a yeah, yeah. A, another cw for this for sure yeah and also th- there's some strong words like you know your essential organs thing i won't mention the oh words. yes disemboweled it's, a, good, it's, it's yeah. a big strong mm-hmm. word you're like 
whoa because i saw it just come up you then have you just make them and i was like really is that a, is that okay for a turn how do you undo that in a i turn? mean there's one there's a condition called traumatized your wounds yeah. are so horrific your mind can barely take it and i'm just like and but then he talks about yeah. like what the actual condition is so at the start of your turn you must make a death saving throw the horror of what you've done takes you basically if you fail three death saving throws during a single duration or being mm. this condition you fall to zero hit points i love that condition yeah. i'm not going to call it traumatized though i would just call it terrorized yeah. Or something like that, maybe. Or, like, horrified. Yeah, exactly. The conditions, the, the mechanical elements, I really like. But then, I, yeah, there's a bit like where I go, I get it, you're supposed to be epic, you're good versus yeah. evil. I'm just there going, insanity, insane, no, traumatised, no. Destabilised, I really one. interesting one. I yeah. really thought that was interesting. Yeah, disemboweled, I'm like, mm, okay. You could reuse that as, like, uh, grievous injury or, like, or, exactly, or like yeah. serious wounds. Or, serious wound, critical injury. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, just, yeah, yeah. or just, yeah, exactly. Or... Was it like triage, like something? I don't know. I think of thinking something along those, tar- you know, those sort of things. Like, yes. it, yeah, epic triage is required for this. Yeah, you've got the crushed condition. People go, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "You take damage equal to half your current hit points, and you cannot benefit from healing effects until the condition ends." What? Oh, that's brutal. And that no, we've not had really that before. Good. And it really helps with this. You're so much powerful. Well. Wait for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then also the deific thing, as you were saying, like if the gods get involved, they will like they can apply an epic condition on you. But if they do it, mm. as in like deify it, then they yeah. will. Then you have to. You can't undo that without wish or something, yeah. simple, or getting another god to undo that. So if you've been, you know, ignited, mm-hmm. good luck. You're not going to get rid of that. You're going to be yeah, consistently on fire. It's, it's godly fire. Yeah, it makes me think of again. I've not seen it yet, but the calamity of critical role with Brennan Lee Mulligan, like being so a god. I need to see this. We need I to need see to... it. I think because I think this is this is the thing. Yeah. I feel like this is god level. This yeah. is playing a pantheon of gods that are you. Are, and then maybe this game, you yeah. then it it is the history of how the world that you're creating. Because I can I can absolutely see this as a really interesting thing. But mm. again, you just you have to ease into it. I I think I I don't know. Like mm. obviously the person that uh, suggested to us, they've been playing it all the way. I think they were up to level 26 they say yeah. i think off the top of my head um and they were having an absolute blast and i'm like you know what kudos to them because i i've no idea how I'd, I'd even get that far i would love to try it. i really yeah. really want to have a go at it i just would love someone to that's done it you know not yeah us doing it because i don't want to figure I it think, out i think both you and me would be like oh god but i'd love to <laughs> experience it like at least build a character like 26th level and have someone who's experienced gm who's done this sort of thing before just give a go give her like a yeah. game of it because i'd be interested to see how it balances out again because obviously this this relies kind of a bit on uh paper and pen really then i mean you yeah. can get dnd beyond obviously up to level 20 and stuff and maybe you could customize it again i just i just feel like i know i'm gonna get stuff stuff wrong and that's on me you can go up to actually surprise surprise 30 in any spell in anything on D&D oh, really? beyond. yeah I not you can that. go up to 30 already it's because I've maxed out on the, the yeah, you, you've gone. <laughs> yeah, and I found that the top you can do is up to 30. Oh. The final thing I'll add as well, there is another yeah. mechanic which talks about epic advantage and disadvantage, and all that means is just that epic trumps non-epic stuff. Yeah. So if you've got disadvantage, but then you get epic advantage from something, it yeah. negates that disadvantage and then gives you advantage, which I'm like, I think that's quite fun. Mm. Again, just you have to keep explaining it to your players until they actually get it. Because I can imagine lots of people going, "Well, actually, <laughs> I've got this, this, and this from here," and I'm like, "Okay, great. Mm. Oh, but you've got this, and oh, oh no, a deity explodes on you. At the end, you know, you everyone's on fire." <laughs>
the advantage disadvantage also reminds me of the other thing they had which was oh, i forget what that is one of the feats i think where you mm-hmm. constantly have advantage and this overcomes all epic and non-epic as well and you're like it goes even f-. it's like you can imagine playing some it's like you've got advantage well they've got epic advantage well i have ultimate epic deific advantage and it's just like exactly the whole game and i'm just like the whole game, i can imagine yeah. that's what the fun of it is gonna be it's just like yes but, but, but i put energy power 20 magic it's magic the gathering as well isn't it, it yeah. oh my goodness yeah. it absolutely is ultimately i think that's the thing when we come down to it like higher levels is going to be more fights i think rather yeah. than role play there are some role play stuff in here or like yeah. you don't age and you you don't need to eat and all that sort of thing but Ultimately, if you're going into those higher levels, you're going to, I mean, as players, you can be ready for those combats. The druid one, like if someone wants to destroy you, they must also destroy your land that you've cultivated, which I think is like, that's a great role play intro, it. isn't it? You know, some you're off trying to fight some god, suddenly you get word from your people that like... Your, your trees and forests are being deforested. Someone's coming in and purging the land with yeah. infections and stuff like that. And you're like, I got to go home. And then when you get there, it's destroyed. And then someone starts a fight with you. I could die. Oh, yeah. No. And there's your epic moments, you know. So it does sort you out with a couple of leading you into to these things yeah. with the sort of connection to those class things. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So overall, I think it is really good. I wonder, like, again, like I said, there's the epic legacy, mm. like, book in general, which has, I, yeah. I don't know if that's an updated version the GM stuff because obviously we've just looked at the player stuff. We should try and have a look at it, yeah. We should have a look at it. They've got their own website and again, I'll put that in the show notes mm. as well about, about stuff for that. Uh, but overall, I think there's some really interesting one. It is on, uh, this particular one is on Drive Through RPG. It's a silver yep. bestseller. Yep. Uh, and it's, you know, I do think there's a lot here. If anything, as we sort of said at the beginning, it's a good structure. If you're like, I want to yeah. create epic level classes and you like, you take some stuff and you go, oh, actually, I'm going to change stuff. And certainly those epic boons, I know we've not gone into too much detail about them, but because there's a lot. There's a lot of them, but I recommend just if you if you want to get some better epic feats, this is worth it just epic, for those. Yeah, I epic feats, sorry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, but Hamilton, because I know we're running out of time. We are, no. <laughs> what are you up to? Anything you'd like to plug before we sign off? Well, as ever, Bowie's the Spelljammer. Hopefully it's out. I uh, It should be. Yeah, I don't know where it, where it will be. will be in the show notes and how, where, how far we are along. I will not know because we're recording this in advance in the future, yeah. in the past, whatever. But yep. that as ever, and there's also should be some Taylor Four Gangers uh, coming out because I did a recording yeah. for that the other day. So that should be more of that should be out. Necromunda stuff should be out again mm-hmm. because Bowie's is, I've got, as we talk now, I've got seven uh, done. So, you know, fully uh, exported. So, yeah. But uh, enough of me because we are here and not where? Oh, smooth. I like it. Uh, we are in my Zoom room, but where? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. My name is Fiona. I run What Am I Rolling, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. Uh, at time of recording, uh, Going Rogue is slowly going out. We've also got some interviews with people going out. We've also we've got interviews with uh, Game Therapy UK and also RPG Therapy. And they talk about two different sides to therapy and using RPGs in really their things. It's very interesting. They're very different as well. Uh, delight to talk to both uh, both Gary and uh, Daniel, which is fantastic. Uh, currently, as well, I'm also running uh, Div- Cult Divinity Lost on RPG Geeks. It's very uh, good. It's it's very uh, scary. It's very scary. Um, I'm I might have, I feel like I've gone too far, and then they go, "No, more blood," and I'm like, mm, "Okay." So I <laughs> add oh, do you it. want me to? Okay. Um, but yeah, I really I really enjoy uh, uh, Cult Divinity Lost. So if you're interested in going super dark, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Going, oh, there's no content warnings. I'd recommend checking out the quick start, but obviously. Uh, be careful because <laughs> even yeah. I was like oh I don't know if I feel comfortable running certain bits of it as well so please go check that out uh, of course um, 
by the time this comes out, we'll have done our Dragon Meat show, uh, both the Mork Borg and DM's Book Club. And so those will be out in various places. I, I, again, I'm not sure where your Mork Borg one will go, but maybe we can pop it out uh, on like DM's Book Club as a special bonus if you'd yeah. like, or put it on YouTube in some uh, way. We'll put it somewhere. We'll get it out somewhere. We'll get Don't it out worry. somewhere. No worries. Uh, I think that's it. I don't have any other. Great. Things awesome. Great. <laughs> awesome. Bye. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> There's nothing else to say, is there? There's nothing else to say except see, see you, you on the flip on the side. Flip side. <laughs>